Stana Talk Radio. Stana Talk Radio is a volunteer-only, nonprofit blog talk radio show that is not endorsed by Stana Caddick. Stana Caddick is not responsible for any of the content or comments made by anyone on the following show. Stana Talk Radio will not be selling or requesting anything in the name of Stana Caddick. This show is a unique opportunity for everyone who supports her to get together on a regular basis to try to catch each other up on everything Stana. Our hope is that this show will be an additional fun place for everyone to participate and enhance our continued support of this amazingly talented woman. Well, hello, and welcome back to Stana Talk Radio. Tonight is May 17th, 2016, and this is Cheryl in Kansas. Hello, everybody. This is Mia in Oregon. Hi, guys. This is Elena in Brooklyn, New York. Hey, ladies. How are you? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Show of hands. Show of hands. Mia and Elena. How many people, when you woke up this morning, you were still teary? Okay. Uh-huh. I raised my hand really high. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And then, then other emotions kicked in, and I know you're steady, Lane. I saw you today. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the incredible oh, yeah. Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I seem to be experiencing things all at, at like this with this huge delay. Me too. Me so too. it took me until like right before the episode aired last night to even really contemplate that the show had been canceled. So then I went through this whole, you know, thing of being sad. And throughout the whole episode, I was like, I found myself hardly even paying attention um, just because, well, we can talk about that later. But um, <laughs> it was just very hard to focus because I was like dealing with the this um, impending loss and, you know, being so sad about it. And so now I feel like any anger or... Um, any feelings other than sadness, uh, you know, it might hit me in like a week or or just sometime, um, you know, in the future. Because <laughs> I haven't I haven't really felt it yet. I haven't really, um, you know, thought about the episode that much. Maybe it'll hit me tonight as we're talking about it. But um, yeah. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I will say up front. To everyone who calls in and my two co-hosts, you can say whatever you want tonight. There's no limit on any language. <laughs> so you can say whatever you want. Grumble, grumble. <laughs> Beep. Hey, 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 before we get involved, I do want to uh, share the last rating. So I can play that bumper one more time that Mia created where she used to work. Um if you are an iPhone user or an Android phone user, there is, I need to tell you, um, on Sunday, <clears throat> I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I went, I go to church on Sunday, <laughs> a lot of people do, um, but afterwards I go out with a bunch of single friends to lunch. Well, this last Sunday we were sitting there and I'm across the table in a booth from a dear friend of mine and he was talking to me and all of a sudden he just keeled over. And not to go into too much detail, he is fine. We took him, the paramedics took him to the emergency room. He was admitted. He spent the night. He's fine now. So no worries there. I'm glad he's um, okay. Me yeah. too. But here's the interesting thing about the whole thing. And um, everybody that I've encountered since then, um, I've told them about this 
particular situation, and the number one thing that the paramedic wanted was his phone. And we're like, why do you want his phone? And uh, fortunately for us, uh, the woman sitting right next to him is a uh, pediatric nurse at a hospital here in Kansas City. And um, so we did all the right things, and he's fine. Anyway, but I didn't know what why the female paramedic wanted his phone. And she goes, I need his phone. I need his phone. So we duck it out of his pants pocket. <laughs> and... Um, and there's an app on there, and if you're familiar with it, yay you. If not, um, get your iPhone out, look at it, and there's an app on there called Health, and there's a little heart thing. Fill that out. Don't just fill out with what's there. What the paramedic and the ER people told me, go ahead and put in there, um, like, what your doctor's name is and their phone number if you have it. And, you know, obviously it's for allergies and things like that. But here's the kicker. If you lock your phone... And then anybody can grab your phone. Yes, anybody. So please make sure you don't put something that you wouldn't want, you know, public. But this is really critical, is that they can swipe your phone and then hit the emergency uh, tab on it without your passcode and hit the medical ID. And they can at least know critical things about you that you want to be known, such as your blood type. Um, are you allergic to any medical, you know, any prescription? Are you an organ donor? Yeah, An emergency I mean, contact. Yeah, like, for example, we had no idea certain things that they were asking us. You know, we're good friends. We love the guy. You know, I've known him for years. But I didn't know key things about him, least of all his blood type, you know. So um, they have another um, app over on Android called ICE in case of emergency, what it stands for. Um, and a good friend of mine at work yeah. showed, showed me how that is set up. <laughs> so go set it up. Uh, put out there, yes, you know, there is hacking and believe me i'm in the whole security info security world so i get that but in this particular case we we were like we knew his name we knew i know where he lives but i didn't know his address i didn't know who to call you know things like that that he would want called anyway so it's really important that if you have an iphone or an android phone uh, please go set that up and you know let your friends know that it's set up and that way if something happens to you when you're out and about, which, I mean, we were just eating lunch. We were waiting for our meal to show up. We're eating uh, actually chips and salsa. And um, anyway, he's, he's well, fine. spicy. <laughs> no, it was just a weird thing. Anyway, I, I'm sure I'll find out more this coming Sunday, but happened. But he let us know that he's fine. So if you have an Android phone or an iPhone, it's for me, do it for us or me, Cheryl, and FPR. Go set that up. Thank you. Okay, thanks for letting me take time out for that. But I think that's important. I didn't know that it was there. It was on my phone, and I'd never set it up. And then we would get to the ER, and they're like, oh, yeah, haven't you heard of that? And I'm like, no, I must have missed that memo. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's useful information. I had never opened the health app because, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I must have overlooked that. Um, (laughs) No, I just, I don't use it, and I don't have a... um, what you call it? Like the the Apple Watch to connect, um, yeah, to that app or anything, or to track steps and all of that stuff. Well, so at, I just a minimum, don't use it. at a minimum, put a emergency contact that you know. Yeah, I, mean, I did. We didn't have that, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even know who. You know, I don't. We didn't know. There was all of us were gathered around going, trying to piece together information about our dear friend. So he's fine though. Okay, well, let me do, since we all know the latest news, there's nothing new, right? Yeah. Um, There's a trailer. Oh, okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me, uh, let me 
Oh, I should Make have. Sure. Go ahead. Then you can play the latest news. Here we go. Straight from the STR newsroom, here's your latest news updates. <laughs> that one's not outdated, so it's okay. No, we can use that, that forever and ever. <laughs> um, I just wanted to to um, tell everybody, if you haven't done so already, make sure to run out to um, YouTube and watch the trailer that was released for The Rendezvous. It's a really awesome action yeah. act trailer, and Sana is in it so much. I'm so excited. We're all so excited to see her in that film. So, yeah, yeah make sure to watch it. I I was watching it on repeat that day that it that day that um, Amin Matalka posted the the director posted the um, link to the trailer. I was like watching it over and over and over. It's awesome. My favorite part is I spy with my little eye. <laughs> Something with the letter S. And. <laughs> I liked that, too. It was so funny. And I could, I just kept saying to myself, Stana. <laughs> I think you're like a huge dork. Hi, Stana. Yeah. <laughs> Sand. Anyway. Cool. Well, that would be awesome. Can't wait this fall. And um, he seems like a great guy, too. Great mm-hmm. director. So yeah. Looking looking forward to that. Definitely. Okay. Anything any other new news? Um probably I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't um if we missed anything, um tweet us. Tweet me. And we'll um you know we'll throw it in <laughs> we'll throw it into the we'll show. Throw it in. Just like uh, an episode we just thought. Just kidding. <laughs> Oh snap, Cheryl. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um but you were gonna do ratings really quickly? The last yes. ratings we'll ever hear on Stana Talk Radio. Oh my gosh. Well the last castle rating. Not the last ratings, I have no doubt. Well, castle ratings, yeah. But we mo- we can retire that uh bumper. That bumper. bumper. That bumper. Oh. That thumper bumper. Here we go. Hey, Cheryl, tell us about the castle rating. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can cry, 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 cry. Well, and I have a really bad connection tonight. I have no idea why. I know it stormed earlier today, but uh, Kathy, who's in the queue, she could probably tell me, what's wrong with our weather? It's really weird in the Midwest. It was like it's so 47, good to me. It was like 47 degrees the other night, and this is, you know, almost June. Anyway. Okay, the final ratings for Castle and TV by the Numbers was kind enough to put the um, promo pic of this episode on their little handy-dandy photo op. It says, the numbers for Monday include the final episodes of Castle and Mike and Molly and the season finale of Jane the Virgin, which is kind of interesting for Dara Creasy. She... um, uh, Dara Resnick, I guess. Um, she was on both Castle and Jane the Virgin, so that's kind of interesting for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. to, oh, yeah. Um, anyway, little tidbit that you probably already knew. <laughs> the final ratings for the 10 p.m. hour on Monday, May 16, 2016, are Castle won the night with 7.76 million viewers and a 1.3 rating and a share of four. And I'm saying they won because they had more viewers than Blindspot on NBC, who had 
5.39 million viewers, and their rating and share was the same as Castles of a 1.3 and a 4. Person of interest on CBS had a 0.9, oh, 0.9 and a share of 3. And they had five, <laughs> 5.3 million viewers. I was like, zero? Oh, okay. Um, anyway, those are the very last castle ratings that we have for Stana playing Beckett. And there, there you have it. Um, we will do, I mean, if something just outstanding happens with the Live Plus 7, we'll mention that in a couple of weeks. But yeah, and I had a numerous amount of people, both publicly and most of them were privately, asking, are you going to continue Sonotalk Radio? Yes, yes, yes. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Beckett was one of many, many characters that Sana has portrayed, and we can't wait to see what she's doing next uh, this summer that she's filming. Um, and then her three movies coming out. So, And whatever it is that might be happening... In the cable world, we're interested in that, too. So, of course, we're huge Donna fans, all of us. And this community, just this interesting community, keeps growing and growing. So so that's it with the ratings. And um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Elaine. I have a very full queue. And if you haven't raised your hand, you might want to do it now if you want to get in on this conversation because I think it's going to be quite interesting tonight because it's a free-for-all. We're not going to hold back on uh, what we really think. Um, <laughs> Because Castle, you know, got a an exclamation mark at the end of it as done. So um, I'm turning it over to you now, Elena. Here we go. Here's the bumper. I can click it correctly. Uh-oh. <laughs> Join us in the STR Roundtable Discussion. Call us at 347-857-4368. That's 347-857-4368. 4368 and press the one key to enter the queue to join us live on the air or log into Skype on your PC and click on the Skype icon from the show page at blogtalkradio.com slash Stana Talk Radio. Okay. <laughs> we changed the show for tonight. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, anyway, let's get Be on yourself. with it. <laughs> Be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. So we had our series finale last night of Castle Crossfire, written by our showrunners, Terrence Paul Winter and Alexi Hawley. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what, guys? I mean, I... I really hate to see it end on that note, personally. I'm not going to get too much into my personal thoughts about it um, right now, as I will as I you know, bring you guys into the queue to chat. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just, I can just say that I'm really, really happy that Beckett and Castle lived on you know, and went on to have those three beautiful children and a happy life together. And if nothing else, that is what I'm taking from the finale and trying to hold on to because the other, um, you know, 99.9% of the episode, um, I have many, many problems with. <laughs> so, um, and it's a shame. It's a shame. And I mean, and if it, 
you might feel differently. You might have very much enjoyed it. And if you did, that's awesome, and I want to hear why. Um, and if you didn't, that's awesome, and I want to hear why. <laughs> so, uh, so as Cheryl said, uh, you know, just feel free to chat. Now, I'm sure we're going to have a very um, crowded queue. Maybe a lot of people would like to talk. So I really want to try to get everyone in as much as we can. So just keep that in mind as you make your comments. I'm not saying, like, you have 10 seconds and you're done. Um, try to be concise so that we can we can do our best to get everyone in and no one feels like they got cut out of the conversation or anything, um, myself included. If I find that I'm rambling, I'm just going to stop talking and and pass it on to the next person because I know it's easy to get caught up in um, comments and whatnot. So um very interested to hear what everybody has to say, though, tonight. I know that we have a lot of people ready and willing to share. So um, let's see. I have... I have this list here. All right, so let's bring in Lizzie. Let me find her here. <laughs> it's a huge All right. queue. And here she is. Hey, Lizzie, welcome back to STR from Down Under. Hey, guys, how are you? Hello. Good. How are you, Lizzie? I'm okay. <laughs> How are you guys? <laughs> okay. You I I feel like I'm gonna be extremely sarcastic tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna really great. try to like keep it in check. You're so great right now. <laughs> so anyway, Lizzie, um, I'm glad you could call in tonight or chat about the series you tonight. Yeah. And like I said, I don't want it to set a precedence. Like someone is like, oh, I actually really liked it. That's fantastic. I really honestly hope that there are people out there that are like, hey, you know what, I really did actually enjoy it and here are the bright points because maybe I just need kind of a perspective check and you can help me out with that. So, And there are things that I enjoyed about the episode, don't get me wrong. Um, but as a whole, um, not not thrilled. But um, so, Lizzie, <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts about the finale? Well, I don't think I'm going to be the one to give you perspective that it was good because I, I I did not think it was good. I thought it was a terrible ending to the show that we've loved for so long. But at the same time, given how late it was um, before they cancelled it, they, there was nothing really they could do, I think, to, mm-hmm. to fix the mess that they have made. Um, mm-hmm. So I appreciated them trying and then giving us that last 30-second scene, that was really nice. And I was really glad that they gave us that. But mm-hmm. I, I laughed when it happened because I was like, seriously? Why? Really? Like, really? I missed the whole – I missed the line that said seven years in the future. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was still fixed on the – the shooting that I missed that. And I was thinking this is maybe I was one of those people at first thought, Oh, this is him thinking this before he's dying. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, that would have been really sad, but you know what? I actually almost would have preferred that at this point. Like not, I mean, I'm really glad that they lived happily ever after and they had their three kids and that is absolutely fantastic. But um, it just, you know, and, and thanks, thanks for giving us that, but it, yeah, I, I just have no words. It, it wasn't the ending that I wanted it to be. But, you know, okay, taking that aside, 
the episode itself did engage me. Um, I did find it interesting to watch. I did. I really liked Rob Bowman's direction, as mm-hmm. usual. Um, some scenes were absolutely outstanding. Um, but if, there was only so much they could do with a terrible storyline. I mean, did anybody else remember who – did anybody know who Mason was? Mm. Did anyone remember? Nope. Like anybody? <laughs> I, had, I genuinely had no idea who that guy was. I was like, wait, why are they talking like they know him? And then I was like, oh, right, right, I the did. greatest detective society. I did. I, like, I felt like oh, that episode – no, but here, you know what, because the thing is, it wasn't that his character in that episode was, like, a small character, but it's just, like, the that episode itself, I mean, as far as I remember, didn't appa- uh, seem to be connected to this whatsoever. So it wasn't like, it was like, he was on a list of possibilities that you're thinking. I'm, I was saying last night, like, they might as well have had the woman who was, like, the, the, the woman with the nose be this person because that that's to me as me and look hey well me and i haven't granted i have i don't have time this season to go back and rewatch the episodes no, like i used to you know so i was thinking did i miss some sort of connection that they set up all that time ago and and if they did please please tell me because maybe it would actually like be like, oh okay well maybe it's not that random but at this point for me i was just like oh, are you what like it was and I and I think it said a lot to the fact that they really didn't put any thought into this storyline they didn't plan it out properly from the start yeah, yeah. and they didn't know where it was going it's like writing trying to write a novel without having your plot like just writing it chapter by chapter and just being like oh I'm just gonna throw this and this will be crazy and then not going back over what you've done already to see if it matches up like they just right. it you know, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. It was cool. There were some cool fight scenes. I loved it when there were, like, the big shootout. I was like, this is so intense. And it was was awesome. But it, it still didn't stop me from laughing at the end because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And that, that broke my heart that I got to the end of this show that has meant so much to me and so much to all of us and has brought me so much joy. And I... The, the very last episode meant nothing to me. I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah, like it's just, it just isn't no. worth it. So I really think what would be so good is if someone could cut that last ten second scene and put it on the end of last season's finale, and then like just send that to everybody so that we can all just add that to our collection and then just watch that. They did. I think there's a, there's they a video did. out there, they right? They did. Where have you been, Lizzie? <laughs> I've been like not on Twitter. Clearly, sure. like I'll, I'll tweet it to you right now. Oh, God bless whoever did that. Because really, like that's what it should have been. Like that. Yeah. Would, that would be the way to go. Anyway. Um. Yes. Um. I just want to comment that that's exactly how I felt. Is that there was no plan for this Loxat storyline, and it made me really angry because even if they didn't know that this was the last episode, the series finale, it. it it still went nowhere. I mean, it it went places that made no sense, and there are so many yeah. gaps and holes in the story. And I mean, this is what you know. Look, I'm I'm a I'm a teacher, and one of the things I teach is writing. And I'm not a professional writer by any means, but something I tell my fifth graders over and over again, with regards to their own writing, is that before you set out to write anything, whether it's a fiction story or an essay. You have to have, you have to have a plan. 
And I give them the metaphor of going out on a road trip. You're not just going to get in your car and say, I want to go to Disney World and then just start driving and hope that you get there, you know, because you're not going to get there. You're going to wind up someplace completely different that you didn't plan on. You're going to make a lot of really wrong turns. You're going to go so far away. You're going to get completely lost and maybe never get there at all. And I talked to him about how that's kind of what you have to do as a writer. You have to set it up so that you know if this is where I want to end up, here's what I'm going to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you wind up getting extremely lost along the way. And I feel like that's what happened this season. And, again, I am not a professional writer by any stretch of the imagination, let alone a writer for television. I don't know what goes into setting up a season of TV and a story arc and all the pieces that have to come together. But I know this show has done it before, and they've done it masterfully over several seasons. Mm-hmm. And so to have this Loxat story that, to me, never made a bit of sense, mm-hmm. and like I feel like it was never you know completely filled out and like it was it wasn't and this is all you know my perspective it, it I don't think it was interesting I thought it was very confusing um and now you have the culmination of it and this is how you end it with like it was like an episode of Scooby Doo you know <laughs> and I was just like what and it's a, it felt very disrespectful to yeah. the legacy of the show, to the characters, to the work that the writers that came before, with, and Terry and Andrew, what they set up, and to the fans. It felt like it was like a, they made a joke out of it. And there were some parts of the episode that were worth enjoying. And I did feel there was a certain like cinematic quality to it, where it was a big episode, and you know there's a, the score yeah. was great, and the direction was great. But there's only so much you can do when the story doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so that's, I, I, so maybe, okay, Lizzie's not going to give me that perspective of saying, oh, wait, yeah, that's okay. why it was a good episode. Um, I feel okay. like if it was, it was really an embarrassment in a lot of ways. And I'm not even fully, I don't want to say the whole season, like kind of blame the individual staff writers because they can only do so much with the material they're given to work with. And I truly believe that they're hardworking people and they wanted to do the best that they could and they were kind of handed a mess, a train Mm -hmm. wreck, to try to like make some sort of sense out of, and it never got there. And I don't know whose fault that is. Is it a network decision? Is it, the, is it Terrence and Alexi? I don't know. I don't know the, the workings of the behind-the-scenes stuff. But whoever was in charge and was calling the shots, they really, really messed it up. <laughs> and yeah. that is, like you, a lot of people are saying, they just want to take that last scene, that flash forward, and tack it on to last season's finale. And that would have, that's very i want to pretend this whole season never happened cuz it never mm-hmm. made a bit of sense and nothing nothing came out of it so um yeah so whew, sorry again i'm going to cut myself <laughs> off because i feel like i'm going to just go off the deep end and it's going to be me rambling for 2 hours and that's not interesting to anybody so um so lizzie going back to you is there anything else you wanted to add to your comments about the series finale um no, not really. I think uh, we'll let some other people talk and see if their their opinions are the same or, or differ from ours. I mean, I'm looking forward to a really good conversation. I'm at home today, so I'm excited to be able to listen to the 
to the whole conversation. Oh, yeah, so thanks for letting me chat. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Thanks for and and guys, again, I I I can't emphasize this enough. I don't want anybody calling in to decide not to speak your mind if your opinion is different in any way. I know I have a very strong opinion on this, but I am in no way going to be like, no, you're wrong, you're stupid, you're ridiculous, you're crazy, you're drunk. N- none of that is going to happen. I I really, I want somebody Thank to, God. They, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I got to quit drinking were, now and put the can down. <laughs> I was actually like, should I just sit here with like a giant tub of ice cream in front of me? But I felt like that might be distracting. So, um, but hey, if Lena. you want, yeah. I had cheesecake for breakfast. What <laughs> for you, Cheryl? I was like, ah, speaking, speaking of YOLO, <laughs> you only live once, right? So go for it. I'm in that kind of a mood today. I did. That's why I had it. Someone offered it to me at work at 9 a.m., and I was eating cheesecake at 9 a.m. Yes, please. <laughs> well, I did have a 10-minute-long conversation with my math class today about apple pie. and then, So I've been thinking about apple pie since this morning. I don't know how we got on the conversation, but um, it's like if someone offered me a, a slice of apple pie at 9 o'clock this morning, I definitely would have indulged. But uh, but anyway, it's kind of I'm going off a tangent now about pie. So... Um, so whatever you would like to say, please feel free to express yourself. I don't feel like anyone's going to tell you that, no, you're, you have the wrong opinion. I'm genuinely interested in on all opinions, good, bad, in between, whatever. Okay, so let's bring um, our friend Brenda V in here. You know, she actually called in before we did, before I even did. Hey, Brenda, you were here before I was. <laughs> Welcome back to SDR. <laughs> I had no kids, and I wanted to get in there. <laughs> okay. Well, here you are. So, Brenda, uh, I just got a message from our friend Kate who told me I need to take a breath because I might pass out on air. <laughs> I might. <laughs> if I stop talking, I've passed out. <laughs> so, thanks, Kate. Does <laughs> your, right, your husband have your phone handy? Does he? Have, do you have that set up? I'm just kidding. Cheryl, I set up my medical ID as you were talking, so Great. Okay, I'm not good. even joking. As you were. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, well, my opinion of last night was I felt it was rushed. I felt that they left so much out. It was ridiculous. Um, they just left so much hanging, and I just felt like they were just rushing into something to make this is the end of it and we're, we really don't care. Yeah. Um, when it came to the end, when they both got shot, I was, honest to goodness, I screamed so bad my poor dog ran through the house scared half to death. Oh. So <laughs> now I know she's no good as our dog, but that's okay. <laughs> but, um, and then when they showed them with the kids, I was crying. But I was just disappointed I was like that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I just felt the entire episode was just a rush get it out of the way get it over with and we're done kind of thing I was yeah. I was disappointed yeah. I was very disappointed yeah it did feel a lot like an abandoned ship kind of a thing like and, and, I, and that to me is also unacceptable because 
they weren't planning on it really being the series finale. You know, they had filmed that little last scene as kind of just a little, like, they called it a button, you know, to kind of sew up all those things that the fans have been waiting for to tack on at the end. So it wasn't even like, I can't even, I don't even understand how this happened because they didn't plan it to be a series finale initially. They were really angling towards another season. And so it just seems like it was so poorly conceived and carelessly done. And I hate saying yeah. that about uh, no, Alexi and Terrence's work. I'm sorry, go ahead. What were, what are you saying? I said, no, I agree with you completely. Yeah, it's it's unacceptable on so many levels to take a show that was so fantastic for such a long time and just just completely, like this season, just take it and make such a train wreck out of it. And then you're going to take, you know, take this this story that was so beautifully crafted by Andrew and, and Terry and I feel like just like kind of crap all over it, you know, by having this last episode that, I mean, really beyond like there are some shining moments that were, you know, good. And I I did find myself enjoying parts of the episode. I'm not going to say I sat there and I was like, oh, this sucks from start to finish. Um, I'm glad we got our happy ending. I'm I'm grateful for that. But when I sat back and I thought about it, I was just like, what? I don't understand how this happened. Like, where? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it because each of Terrence and Alexi in the past have written such great episodes. I mean, Terrence is responsible for some of my favorite episodes in the course of the season. And these guys know the show in and out. And really? <laughs> really? I mean, I don't know. There were points. I just don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, I would love to have, like, a cohesive train of thought but I keep just going off in a million different directions the more I talk because I really am so so disappointed and aggravated and just like kind of disgusted over it I don't know is that too strong an emotion to feel over this I don't know Brenda what's your like are you are you as equally um, upset about this or I am I I feel I I feel like they took Andrew and Terry's um, story and just shit all over it. Sorry for my language, but that's just how I felt. I felt like this last year, I I wondered, did ABC have something to do with it? Or, I don't know, I just felt like they really, I don't think they really, and I mean, they just went completely off of where the goal was supposed to be. And it was very disappointing. Yeah. So um, I I was not happy with um, most of this year. There were like two of them that I liked that were Stana centric, and I enjoyed yeah. those. And and other than that, I didn't really care for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It, it and was I much disappointment. And I tried, you know, all along, you know, I really tried to see the positives and and things and and kind of try to wait and be patient to 
have like a big picture to look back on and say, oh, that's why they did this and did that. Because that's happened in past seasons where things were frustrating. But when you got to the end, you could look back and say, oh, yeah, okay, this is why they had to do this, this, and this. Um, and I waited all season. I was really patient. You know, and I know a lot of people were to say, it's all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense. Trust them, trust them, trust them. And I just feel like it was such a such a cheat, such a jip in a lot of ways, um, that this is what they came up with in the end. And I, and I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of the, you know, I don't know the behind-the-scenes politics. I don't know what goes on with the network and who ultimately makes decisions. So I don't want to lay blame at any one specific feat, you know, because that's not fair when you don't really know Who's running the show here? Who's really in charge? Um, but whoever it is, a, a collective decision, one person who's calling the shots. I mean, it was just—it's so—it's so sad to see, like you know, a show that you followed for eight seasons religiously, practically, you know, and never missing a Monday, and you know, just being such a supporter of the show and have this fan base that carried the show through and is the reason the show survived past its first and second seasons, when you have an entire fan base for the most part calling for the show's cancellation, uh, there's there's something like to really think about here. Like, wh- where did the show go wrong? And how did it come to this? And um, I don't know. It, it's just I have so many thoughts. And so I don't want to, like, come off sounding like, I like you know, I've – forever hate Castle. I love Castle. I love this show. And if I didn't love it, I wouldn't care so much. If it was just a show that I watched casually and this was the ending and I was like, eh, that kind of sucked, but whatever. Like, I'm upset because I feel like it's our job as fans to almost, like, protect our show. And I think that we did a good thing, kind of banding together and making it so that Castle and Beckett were preserved, that that Kate wasn't killed off, that they were able to allowed to go on and live um, and I feel like we're responsible for that as a fandom you know we, we let our voices be heard and you know we we got a happy ending as short and kind of tacked on as it seems we did that we protected them um, and I just feel like yeah if I didn't I I love this show so much I've never loved a show as much as I love Castle and I'm really upset I'm really angry that this is what it came down to. So I I want to make that clear to everyone listening out there. I'm always and forever a fan of this show. And this last season can't change that. But I just wish this last season wasn't the last season that we got. You know, because it sucks. I think that we're all fans of the show, and we all care so much that that's why we are feeling the way we are feeling right now. Because we do love the show. Yeah. And we do love the characters, and we just feel like it, it just wasn't what we invested our emotions in in the last year. Yeah, in the last eight years. Well, no, I'm saying we invested our emotions in this for the last eight years, but this last year, season eight wasn't. Yeah. Season eight wasn't there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and and I think that because we love it so much, if we didn't love it so much, we really wouldn't care what happened to it. But we right. do care what happened to it, and we care what happened to the to the characters. And by the way, did you see on Twitter where Andrew mentions maybe writing Castle and Beckett books? I I I, I hope that that happens because I think that would be fantastic. I don't know if that was 
something if that was like I'm going to do this or would it be cool if I did this and it would be so cool if there was a series of castle not Nikki Heat but castle books. So castle. that would be, yeah. that would be cool. I would really like that. I, hope, so. I really hope he does. I, I hope really so do. too. I think it would be a, I think that they would sell really well. So romance too. novels? <laughs> yeah, right. Like Fabio on the on the cover. Castle like long flowing hair. Like, well, thank you, thank you, Brenda, for calling in and sharing uh, sharing your opinions about uh, the episode. You know, and I feel like people's opinions, one way or the other, you're you're completely validated. And I'm I'm thinking that we're going to have a really good discussion today. I know that we actually have some new callers. Um, who have raised their hand to share their opinion, so we'll be getting to them later on in the show. Um, so thank you, Brenda. Let's um, see. Let's bring Kathy in here and see what she has to say. Hey, Kathy, welcome back to Sonic Talk Radio. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi. How- well, um, if you're waiting on me to be the voice of God. I Loved It Reason, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, ain't, it's, it, it ain't happening land here. It was it uh, never going to happen land. Never going to happen land. Never going to happen. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I, uh, guys, talk about, <sighs> I, I keep thinking as we're talking tonight, I just kept thinking, uh, read something where they, that uh, the showrunners felt like they had to wrap up all the loose ends. That in you know season seven that they ended that uh, Loxat story with Castle you know being the only celebrity I and mean, this is so ridiculous. Somehow they thought they had to you know they had to tie up all those loose ends and then sort of start over. And uh, so they you know I don't know it uh, it's it's uh, uh you know it's just I just can't even fathom I can't wrap my hand my head around any of season eight. It makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely. Uh, it, you know, I mean, there's there's places you can go where it does make sense, but we're not. I, no, I'm not going to go there because it it's innuendo, and you know, like you said, you don't know what happens behind the scenes and things like that. But just looking at it from on you know on the surface of where they went and what they were trying to do, you know, they were like it's like what are you trying to put a, a square peg in a round hole, and they just kept beating it till it tried to fit, <laughs> and yeah. it just never did. It you know it just never did. I watched this, the show. To see the ending, I would, you know, I, I have to give Nathan uh, credit though, because the scene where he is, uh, you know, being um, giving the truth serum, and they asked him, you know, who knows about Loxat, he acted the heck out of that. Um, you know, I mean, he really yeah. did. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to give props. Of course, you know, th- there were scenes in there that were good, but I was just kind of biding my time. And when they both hit the floor, and I saw how much time was left. Uh, some some just really unholy things came out of my mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my did goodness! They, did they now? Oh, they certainly did. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, was only for okay. two, it was only for about two seconds because then they moved on to the to the other. But did mm-hmm. but you know then I thought my, to myself I said seriously I said thank God for the fandom because we saved Beckett. And that's what, you know, that's my biggest takeaway is because we could see with the death of Beckett the you know, that they were just absolutely dismantling and negating, to me, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. the whole whole legacy of the romance, the story, the, you know, the love story, the 
the, the sword, you oh, know, you all, the, all the steps that they took to get to where they were. Can I interrupt and you for I a second? And I just thought, yeah. Um, there's a woman named Barb Stibe, S-T-E-I-B-B-O-B. I just retweeted it on STR. She's the mother of those cute little boys. There's a picture of her yeah. with Donna. So it's adorable. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. I just thought, okay. It's very cute. Does the hubby look like Nathan? Adorable. It was just the two little boys and Stana. It's adorable picture. It's very oh, cute. Nice. Sorry, cool. Sorry, yeah. keep going. I didn't that's mean to interrupt you. No, that's okay. It's just you know, well, I'd be on a be on a you know, I'd be going down Elena as you heard me talking for <laughs> the next eighty thousand years. But but uh, but anyway, I just was I did, I felt really proud to be a uh, 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 stenatic and a uh, castleite or whatever you want to say. A protector. I feel like you know Game of Thrones were the protect protector of the of the realm or something. But um, yeah, I was glad that we did what we did because honestly, if they had ended that as a series finale, I don't think I could have ever watched Castle again. Any of the episodes, I would have been so uh, outraged and on behalf of of uh, uh, Terry and, and Andrew and Stana and just the whole legacy of the show. So. Uh, when they moved on, even though it was this little, you know, this, the minutest tidbit of minuteness, <laughs> you know, at least she lived. <laughs> so yeah, that that would be the my my whole synopsis of season eight. It would be she lived. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm and I and I'm proud of us for doing that. You know, I I think it yeah. was. Uh, 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 I, anyway, that that really I don't have much else to say on that. I you know I I. It had good bits and pieces, but I was really only just watching because I wanted, and like you said last week, I just wanted to honor Sana and, and uh, it, you know, the whole, her whole, all her effort and work into the, into the character and it's in the same way with, uh, with Terry and Andrew. And um, so I'm, I'm proud of us as a fandom that we, um, we just stopped them in their tracks, whatever train, you know, like whoever, if anybody was even driving this train, it's kind of like tell them one, two, three, you know, the train just goes off. <laughs> Nobody's in control and you just hope, you know, you don't go off the rails when you hit a, cor- a corner. But, um, but anyway, I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, we did get the happy ending and that uh, it settled something in me. I was watching Castle today and I, as I was watching it, I thought to myself, you know what? I don't think I, I'm not sure I could have gotten over that um, uh, and, and, and continue to watch. So, you know, I'll take the little pittance we got was pretty sad, and the season as a whole was really, you know, was just uh, forgettable. And you know, so whatever we got, we got. And um, yeah, my sister and I, she called me, and we, you know, we talked right after the show for a long time, and said probably what everybody else has said in conversations in every living room in America and around the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on the shortcomings. And but uh, but again, you know, luckily we have the. We had the DVDs because, you know, I grew up when I uh, I watched shows and, gosh, if you missed them for whatever reason, if they interrupted them for, you know, some news flash or something, you just never got to see whatever it was. And if it was a continuing story, you just had to kind of make it up. <laughs> so yeah. to have to have the DVDs and, the uh, you know, the, the um, things to go back to to revisit it, it's kind of like a, it's like a, you know, seven years of a, a really good book. And you mm-hmm. can go back, and I go back and read certain novels every year uh, in the summertime and the wintertime a couple times that I really like. I revisit them like an old friend. And that's, the you know, for me, the way that ended in the way that we stood up for Stana 
is preserve that legacy to be able to go back and revisit Castle as an old friend. And if they would write a series of novels, I'd be the first one in line to uh, yeah, to yeah, read uh, yeah. more more Beckett and uh, and uh, you know Castle stories. So anyway, I guess that's I re- how probably I really been there. No, I really think I really think that would be um, it would be a great idea, and I hope that Andrew is thinking about that seriously because I know that a lot of fans would would really be be into seeing what happened, you know, next, you know, exactly, even with yeah. the kids, without the kids. But um, I, I think I, I would definitely purchase them. But you know, there there were definitely some some really great moments in the episode and I don't want anyone to think that I'm not recognizing those. I think right. that Nathan did a great job with that one scene with the truth serum, you know, um I just I think that Stana she's always on point and in every episode and she was just you know, she was the Beckett that Andrew and Terry had created. You know, she mm-hmm. was she was intense, she was fierce. Um yeah. You know, she was sharp. Yeah, and, and props to, uh, to Luke for putting her in her, you know, her signature jeans and and yeah. uh, leather jacket and, and with the watch mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 You know, there are definite, definite bright spots in this episode of everyone working together as a team. And um, I, it's just. Well, you know, I was thinking, too, I would watch Ryan. And, I mean, if they had done like a, trying to do a spinoff called The 12th Precinct. With Ryan yeah. and Espo, and brought in another, you know, brought Gates back, or brought in another captain, and expanded because they they did that really successfully with with the closer and major crimes when uh, Kara yeah. Cedric left, you know. And I wasn't sure that I'd like it. I gave it a chance, and I watch it, you know. So it just there were so many ways they could have gone, and it just mystifies. I guess mystify. That's the word I was trying to find. It just mystifies yeah. me how they went from A to to Z, and they added two and two and got seventy two or something. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things you probably will never know, but it just, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, but anyway. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for, for calling in and sharing, uh, you know, your thoughts about last night's, last night's show. And also, you know, like Lizzie, and just reminding us that there were definitely some, some bright spots in the episode. So it's it's important to look at those things and, and highlight the things that were done well, despite the fact that, you know that episode last night was kind of, for, you know, for for me, for many people, just like the 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 tip of a really shitty iceberg <laughs> from the whole season. <laughs> you know? I thought so. you were gonna say the episode was for the birds. <laughs> the episode is for the birds. You know, it's like a we don't pigeonhole us with the the. Never mind. I won't go there. I could go a lot. Right, <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, thank you very much for calling in and sharing. All right, and hey guys, tonight. I just wanted to uh, to thank all of you for um, all your hard work uh, this season. I know it's a sacrifice sometimes to to give up your time and stuff. And from the STR family, I just wanted to to say thank you to you guys for Aww, being there thank, for thank keeping you. the. I mean, as as rocky as this season was, you know, we you know you did keep it on a, as much as of an even keel as we could. And uh, I uh, anyway, I just wanted to say thanks. You Aww. guys are well, appreciated. We really appreciate that, and we always appreciate all you guys calling in and sharing your your thoughts and being respectful to one another, no matter what we are agreeing or disagreeing on. So you know, I mean, it goes both ways. 
goes both yeah, ways. So for sure. thank you so much. Um, okay, so let's bring Terry in here. Let, let me find her. <laughs> oh, here she is. Hey, Terry, welcome back to STR. And thank you, Kathy, by the way. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hello. All right, Terry, lay it on us. What are you thinking? Are you ready for this? I hope so. <laughs> I'm sitting down. So. I don't know. Okay, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bracing I'll for tell impact. you one thing. I'll okay. tell you one thing. This grudge hold, this person you're talking to is not a grudge holder, but, boy, am I holding a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I am holding a grudge against ABC, the, just the whole dynamic of what's gone on. I, I'm just – it's – it just makes me ill. But anyway, I'll, I'll try to get my thoughts together in kind of a way that's not too convoluted, but um, hopefully it'll, uh, it won't be too overbearing for you guys. But um, I guess I made up a sentence that kind of sums up something that I think will epitomize what we're all feeling, and that sentence is, there was only one way to save what was loved, and that was by killing it. Mm-hmm. And And killing the show, meaning that we had to save what we had to save by getting rid of the show. And to me, that is like incredibly sad that we had to band together to make a statement to keep our main beloved character from getting killed versus having the the show be maintained. And that is wrong. That is just so wrong. So I will never be happy about that situation. Um, Yes, I wanted Becca to live no matter what, so we had to do it that way. But I still don't think it was right that we were put in that situation in that corner. Um, Looking back on, you know, some of the things that started going wrong, um, maybe this is just me talking, but uh, let's just go back to season seven, which was totally convoluted when Castle was missing in season seven and like 23 episodes went by before they even brought it up again. I mean, that was just wrong. It was just a bad vision of what that storyline was going to be, be about. And then, you know, the the five w, W's with this season with Loxat, who, what, where, when, and why? Like you said, Elena, what did anybody know about it? It was so disorientated and so many different directions and there was no sense to it and now for that I have to blame the showrunners because when you know you get together and I'm not a writer either like you had said but you have to have an outline and there had to be some uh, bullet points to follow during that particular outline and I didn't see them I, I just totally did not see it it didn't make sense I whatever this that whole thing was I think it was just a epic failure on their part so so that is to blame. Now, they're not to blame for uh, some of it because they had to follow what, if they were phasing Beckett out, yes, they are in a corner. They have to deal with that part of the story. Uh, whether the rumors were true that they didn't want to work as much together, we don't know that. We may never know that. But they did maybe have to deal with that aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. But everything, everything is... Just disjointed, and and I find it just so incredibly sad that this fine show, who who is a stalwart on ABC for so long, had to be put in this situation. Um, because I don't feel 
even after all these seasons, that ABC ever treated Castle with the golden fingers they should have. I don't think they ever publicized it enough. I don't think they ever, um, uh, you know, respected it enough for what it was doing for their network. That's just my opinion. And if we're going back even further, like, I deep down have always thought that Castle did not beat the Moonlighting Curse in some ways. I think once they got Casket together, they made some epic failures with them together because to me they could have gotten them together and then have everything be good not everything but a lot of things be good I don't see many good things that happened after they got together it was just complete obstacle after obstacle you know angst after angst uh, kidnappings after kidnappings you know and so I think from the beginning they didn't play it the way well, for sure, the fans wanted it to be played. And second of all, I don't feel that they played it to their characters finally getting getting together after four years. or Yeah. And so I think just for me, I was disappointed starting in season five that they didn't play them. I mean, I'm not talking I wanted to see a love scene every single show. I just wanted to have more happiness. I didn't, I don't think the whole general picture to me was that they they were as happy as they should have been. You know, I, I, that's just a very personal opinion of mine, and I, and I go back to that. But I, I just have one quick thing, and I was just wondering if you would mind. I, I was trying to put together some really of my ideas, and I was afraid I was going to be all over the place. So I just actually wrote down just, just something that, if you wouldn't mind, I would just like to read. Mm-hmm, would that be Okay. Sure. It's not real long or anything, but this this is this is my my train of thought over the whole situation. I'm devastated. This ending had to happen this way. Thirty seconds does not make it right. ABC completely shit on Castle's fortitude and legacy, and even worse was done what was done to Castle's fans. These characters are real to us, and this epic love story was never played the right way. Forever angsty, separation, and obstacle after obstacle. Never lent for casket happiness. Some couples are due happiness, but Castle and Beckett never received much of it. Beckett being alive is the one saving grace. This happened because of a huge fan revolt over wanting and choosing for the entire show to be canceled versus the possibility of Kate Beckett dying. Sad but true. The worst of two evils. There was only one way to save what was loved, and that was by killing it. ABC completely and totally bungled the end to this great show, even thinking it could survive without Beckett. For that alone, I give ABC and its exec- executives a big fat failure. Stana, the cast and crew, the hundreds who lost their jobs, and most of all, the fans deserved much, much better. <sighs> there I go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I would thank you for putting your thoughts down and you know, being able to share them really eloquently. Um, I, I, I was all day. I was like, I should really like write something up, but <laughs> no, <laughs> just kind <laughs> of shoot from the hip. Um, but um, yeah, they, they looking back, of course, over the course of the series, we can always say things that we wish had been done differently or done better. And there are absolutely things that, you know, they dropped the ball on here and there. And, um, but 
this was just like an egregious screw up, you know, mm-hmm. to end it, like that, that last scene, thank God they tacked that on. Cause like you said, it was a saving grace and, yep. but it doesn't make it all okay. You know, the fact that, I mean, I don't understand why they even needed that last scene with them getting shot. I mean, it was so inconsequential. I mean, you didn't even, who, you, we thought that guy was dead. So good. Let him stay dead in the trunk. Uh, give those extra 90 seconds to a flash forward where you see them, you know, a little more like with the, with their children and leave it, give us a little more of that. Cause that scene at the end, like it, it didn't matter if they got shot because if they right. didn't, you know what I mean? Like, why did that even have to be there? And I, I think, I think a lot of people were more upset about the fact that normally on a castle episode, there's a lot of thought into um, why things happen for a reason. And the most obvious in that whole episode was when Mason didn't just kill them both right then. When he picked them up yeah. in the Korean right. and barbecue. Yeah. Why didn't he just shoot him dead? Oh, boom. Episode over. It, yeah. the, it did not make sense. I think that's it. it is, and I don't know. Were they hoping that nobody would notice? Like, maybe they'll just focus on the babies at the end and they won't notice. But there were just such huge plot holes and things that were so unnecessary and confusing. And, you know, like, wh- what? where did that guy come from at the end? Like, okay, he's burning the trunk. So who was that? Who's in the trunk? <laughs> who did they? We don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think the other ending was probably where Castle didn't get shot. Maybe she was the only one that got shot. And then the the second ending that they used, they both got shot because obviously, if it was going to go to another season, you knew that it was going to continue forward. And then realize she didn't make it. He did, but she didn't. Yep. Right. Uh, so you, so you knew exactly switch. how yeah. it was going to fly, and you wouldn't have known that. And, it, and it, if if that would have happened with Castle being renewed, Stana being in the show, and that ending would have happened. That would have been a great cliffhanger because people would be like, oh, my God, you know, at the end they both got shot. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, we're right. you know, we're assuming they're going to be both living because they renewed the show and they're both coming back. But with them not coming back, you know, like I said, why why did they need to do that? I didn't I didn't see the point of that myself, except to make for god awful angst, which you know we've had enough of that. Um, you know, this whole season has been just one big angst anyway. And and I I don't think Castle would have been shot if 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 that would have been the first ending and that the show would have been going on. I think she would have just been shot. So I, I would be anxious to know what the other ending was. Well, yeah. The other the other thing I think a lot of people that I've read today online were really bothered by besides the whole Mason thing was the fact that Beckett as a captain. We know that she would do a thorough job and just kind of how she interacted with her her boys, you know, Espo and, and Ryan. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem normal of what her character did the the whole episode seemed kind of like turned on its head so to speak and um i think that bothered a lot of fans who who i mean i'm thinking of people like rachel um elena who really overanalyze i mean not overanalyze they analyze each and every nuance of every episode and and um i think it really the audience struggle. I mean, I sat there and stared for a little while after the episode was over. I was like, what did I just see? I didn't understand the significance mm-hmm. 
of the empty loft. I that I still don't get that. I, I don't get that either. <laughs> what is, is that? that? Like what they they redecorated? Is that a clean slate? Or they and then, it, you know, after they got shot and almost bled to death, they had a cleaning crew come in and just scrub the place, and then they filled it with children and toys, and everything was great. Or, or the was, end. That, was the whole lock set a big um, story, and that really didn't happen? You know, I, I don't know. Was it really from the moment that, you know, there there's the real um, story is, was it seven years from the over the voiceover of you you have no idea you know um is it seven years from that point in time yeah and i really think it was seven years talked? from that from that point yeah that's, in time. that's the, how i took the, it too yeah from the first episode or from this no episode? from the no, shooting from from the shooting because nope. if if they're doing it the, i mean who knows well, how they were thinking but you know that kid was about six she was that girl was about six or seven yeah so you're, you're yeah, yeah. It was well, probably, you know, but from then. I mean, I had so many people DM me, and then some did it publicly on STR, and I'm like, I don't want to help you interpret it, because the first time I saw I had to go watch it a second time the last 30 seconds, and then I saw seven years later, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> but at first I thought, is this what he's thinking, Is what he's thinking as he bleeds out, you know? I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> it was really mm. bizarre to me the first time I saw it. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like looking back, there were some big big missteps taken that probably put us on the path here, and I think really starting with Castle's disappearance. And it was just like a hallmark, I guess, of how things were going to go with storylines that weren't well thought out, and they were kind of just slapped together at the end, like, oh, Castle found out everything, but he just decided not to – not to tell you and he's going to forget all about it. And is it because the writers just were like, eh, we didn't really think this through. So let's just have him not want to not just forget it. He decide, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand like where their heads were and like who was calling the shots and, and doing this to his, I mean, there was just so, it, 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 such a mess looking back on it just like oh my god what what did you do to this this not that there weren't bright spots along the way and again yes people work so hard you know the actors the crew the writers the directors to put this together but somewhere somehow like it just really fell apart and um it really i mean i think last night's series finale is just kind of indicative of of everything that you know what had been happening over the last couple of years so oy, um but i digress um i do want to hear a lot of other thoughts here so thank you very much terry uh mm-hmm. for calling in and sharing your thoughts and taking the time to plan them out um let's bring kate in here uh, which kate there's two kate uh right. kate from virginia kate from virginia oh sorry hang on Wrong one. <laughs> wrong one, wrong one. Hey, Kate. Welcome womp, back to STR. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. I love your couch. Womp, womp. I love your photo. I love your photo. I love your photo. Uh, oh, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Kate. I mean, boy, it's times like this I wish I was Jewish and I could just say, I, yeah, I cut you bits and I don't know. There's got to be some good... All I want to do is swear, and I'm trying really hard not to. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. You can't. You really can't. I mean, yeah, tonight. I mean, say what you want. Are, 
Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) 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 So, although... I I will say this. I, I I am I actually think I've had better perspective on it than I actually thought that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I you know I think what made it what I already knew it was convoluted and just ridiculous, and I had trouble this entire season as many people did. I was just mm-hmm. I was never invested in any of the episodes. Um, with maybe the exception of of you know Beckett going back to the academy, um, just because that was so it was so cool to see kind of some of her backstory and, and the academy um, part of that. But other than that, I just I could not could not engage this season. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting for me, so one of my older brothers, a few years ago, I. I got one of my brothers and my sister-in-law and two of my teenage nephews kind of into Castle, and my brother would give me grief about watching it, and he would be like, he'd call me up after the episode and be like, oh, that was such a stupid episode, just to get me going. Like, you know, we'd get into this little banter, but he, he they watched it every week, right? And and so I talked to him at work today, and, and we were talking about something completely unrelated, and then he goes, what the hell was up with that episode last night? What mm-hmm. what was that? And she starts launching into how ridiculous the entire Locksat thing is. And this is someone who is not overly invested in the show. He's not, you know, he's not reading stuff on Twitter. He's not, and, and even he could just recognize how just disrupted and, you know, in incohesive and just slapped together with, you know, duct tape and Elmer's glue this this season (laughs) completely was and sure as hell this storyline was, right? I mean, Elena, I think your kid, your elementary school kid could put together a better, you know, story than than the the train of thought that we had during this season. And that's what's so frustrating. I think Honestly, I think what kills me the most is that the whole Locksat thing, as convoluted and just not thought out and not well done as it was, what bothers me the most is, in my mind, it belittled what I thought was, and what was my favorite and I thought was one of the most awesome things that they did on the show, and that was the whole mythology of, you know, Joanna Beckett's murder and Bracken. And it kills me that that great storyline was belittled because instead of it ending with Veritas and and Bracken being the end of that story, it's this bullshit, you know, locks that crap that Bracken really wasn't the, the number one guy. It's like you're, you're – it's ridiculous. It was just it's flat out ridiculous. And they basically took what was a great storyline that was I think well done and, and other people may feel different and, and that's fine. Um and I certainly loved like the three X K storyline and, and things like that. But for me the Bracken mythology, you know, that, that whole thing was great and they ended it great and it was a victory for Beckett mm-hmm. and you saw her growth after that. And for that to all just kind of get belittled by this haphazard, just crapshoot, you know, 
uh, I, I don't even know what the right words are, but I think that is what has frustrated, frustrated me the most about this entire, that entire storyline was just, it wasn't just some new mythology, random story, you know, that, that they developed. They linked it up to this foundational storyline that had this rich history of the show. And for me, I, I think that's inexcusable. I, I, yeah. That, I think, what bothers me and frustrates me even more so than just the fact that it was a dumbass storyline. It had a dumbass do you, ending. Do you think, you know how they always want to mirror everything? I mean, the first six seasons, every other season, it was a mirror of what happened to Beckett happened to Castle, both in the relationship yeah. world as well as circumstances. I kept yeah. thinking this whole season, oh, you're just trying to get the same mythology that Bracken was for Beckett. You want that Loxat to be for Castle. I I don't think, I think uh, Terry hit it on the head, uh, but I, I have to step back a little further. I really think the the real crack in the armor was the wedding that didn't happen, and I, I have totally, to give. Yes, I, I, and I'm sorry, Charlie, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, I, I no, totally that, agree with that. There's, I know so many people who left watching the show on a regular basis because of what that was. That wasn't just a cliffhanger. That was, what are you, you know, why don't you just slap me while you're at it because you already hit me, whether you physically hit me or not, you know. Um, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your thought, well, kind of and, thought. And you know what? I, it didn't even, I know a lot of people had an issue with, with episode 623 and, and the whole, you know, Beckett's, previous marriage and you know it it was stupid but I I could get over it I didn't I didn't get completely wrapped up in that and and I actually could have gotten over the you know the fact that they didn't get married in that episode if it was just some I I would have rather them have had you know obviously not something major like 3XK come back but some person that they had had you know a bad guy from you know, earlier in one of the seasons or something, be the person that ran him off the road, but not dragging it down into something that was mentioned in the first episode and not, as Terry mentioned, you know, not mentioned for another 22. I, I mean, that was just, that was such, it was almost like clickbait, right? It was just mm-hmm. throwing these little things out there, but there was nothing behind it, nothing behind it. And, yeah. and it makes me sad because I go back and I know there's various, stories about why you know why the wedding didn't happen and was that the game plan all the time and and that sort of thing but at the end of the day it makes it makes me so sad because I would rather have had them get married and you know have the writers and and crew try to see what that that next season was like and you know what if it didn't work if they couldn't kind of keep that magic now that they were together I would have liked the show just to end there, but, you know, I think that they just missed out on the opportunity to do so much with those characters um, together instead of trying to introduce all of these. Someone I, I was, I'm sorry, someone I was talking to earlier today, I think, said it. You know, if you go back and look, it might have even been my brother. You know, you go back and look at the earlier seasons, and aside from a couple of these big mythology things that were kind of always in the undercurrent, you know, you kind of had the individual cases and, and that sort of thing. But then, you know, season, season six happened, and then all of a sudden, all last season, all this season to its 
to the nth degree. It was all these big, heavy, deep, you know, separate them or, you know, this Mm -hmm. lion, that lion. It it was just, it got so far away from what the heart of the show was and and the heart of how they framed those individual episodes that it it became more of a train wreck than, you know, do you you think, uh, you know, you're talking about your nephews. Um, I got pinged, which um, I messaging system that we use at work by my manager. He called me into his office. I go in and I sit down. I think it's going to be work related. He goes, close the door. I close the door and he goes, what the hell was that last night? <laughs> that was the, he's a casual viewer. His wife adores the show. So he's watching. So what I'm getting back to your nephews. I would say that they're a casual viewer. They're not invested in these characters, right. but even the casual viewers thought this was stupid, you know, and that's the exact words that my manager used was, that was the stupidest thing. What what was all that, you know? And he said right. they had some great scenes. So, he liked the whole shooting scene at the beginning, you know, and yeah. he, I mean, yeah. and he didn't even mind the addition of Haley with the sniper shooting. He thought that was all cool. He's like, yeah, this I is going to be the most that incredible was, episode ever. And then they just kind of... Yeah, it was actually the the only episode I really liked Haley. And frankly, um, I, I was never a big fan of the Haley character. No, no offense to the actress. I, I'm not directing that at the actress in the in the least. Um, just I, I didn't like how they introduced that character and how they just, you know, magically she's part of this deep bonded family and and that sort of thing. But I I, I liked her presence last night. Yeah, I, all I can say is. Thank freaking God that Rob Bowman directed this, yeah. at least, and, and Lizzie brought this up at the beginning. At least we had some phenomenal shots and scenes and the look and feel of it. And, and um, Brenda, I think, talked about, or someone mentioned, um, you know, Luke dressing Beckett in, like, badass Beckett form and stuff. So we still had those little pieces. So I tried to kind of focus on those as I was watching rather than the ludicrous farce that was the actual storyline. Yeah. Um, you know, and <laughs> so, but I, let me just, I'll, I'll just say this because I, I know you have a lot of people in the, in the queue, yeah. but um, I mean, as far as the episode goes, as stupid as I think the episode was, you know, I at least, what, what distresses me is I actually think the cliffhanger I'm not sure that there – I think – I don't know. I, I think the only second alternate ending was the tag-on of the 30 seconds. Yeah. And so I think what distresses me the most is I think the cliffhanger was going to be the two of them lying, you know, both yep. shot and yep. lying on that kitchen floor. And what pisses me off is that means one of two things would have happened next season. We would have had Beckett die off screen, which would have been such a disrespectful – way to close out that character or you have some ludicrous excuse for why she's not on the show which either way that would have that absolutely I would never have watched the show again I would have gotten rid of the DVDs and I never would have watched it again because I think that will have been so disrespectful to the to that character and that entire storyline that we experienced so as kind of Catched together as that episode was, you know. Thank God we got the cancellation. You know, I, I love you. I, I wish, I wish they had figured it out, Elena. I think you said this to where, yeah, they've got these two options, and I wish that the option had been if they got canceled, 
that it wasn't just that, you know, 20 seconds of visual that we got, but that they got rid of, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think knowing you got canceled, why do you need that over dramatic getting shot in the kitchen? It, yeah. it could have been. So thank God we have fanfic writers because there's already some good ones out there that have really? that little <laughs> bridge between. Yes, yes, yes. There's a couple out there already. So, um, I will, well, I will good. say, good I, I, I will say though, uh, the, the voiceover from season one, that is one of my all time, all time favorite moments on the show, because I, I truly think that's where I just absolutely decided, you know, fell in love with the character of Beckett when she just gives it, gives it, you know, puts the fangirl aside and basically gives it right back to him. And, and, you know, he was hooked and we were hooked and, so to bring that back, that was special. I mean, I, I loved that. Um, but I was like you guys. I, the first time I watched it, I was like, I, I don't know what I'm watching. And so <laughs> I went back and just watched the, the last sequence, and that's when I lost it because I was like, oh, my yeah. God, this show that I loved so much kind of got a crap hand dealt mm. to it for the last yep. few years, and now yeah. it's done. Do you think they could well, have done that 30 seconds more into, you know, the last minute then and just cut out the shooting yeah. part? Because I, I yeah. truly was not, I guess I wasn't, I didn't read where it's, a, you know, seven years later. And I didn't see that. I saw the empty castle off, but I guess I missed the byline across the yeah. bottom. And so I was thinking completely differently than what actually happened. But one other thing I wanted to ask you real quick, do you think that if um, they did renew the show, and you, you mentioned that they would, of course, obviously have Beckett's funeral somewhere else, do you think that even the these casual viewers, I'm back to that concept, and by the way, I need to give credit to Steph in L.A. for um, uh, mentioning the end of the wedding not happening, because I agree, she mentioned that earlier today, and I, I'm like, yes, that's exactly when I really got yep. upset with the show. Um, but back yep. to the casual viewer, do you think the casual viewer then would get involved in, in the um, frustration and um, and being upset like we, the loyal uh, Castle viewer, are with uh, Casket being busted apart and the potential demise of Beckett. Do you think, do you, Kate, think that the casual viewer in, say, quote-unquote, a season nine, if they did have an abbreviated season, would they then get involved in the anger at what happened on this show? I mean, you know, I think there's different levels of casual viewer. You know, so like I said, I mean, there are the people that maybe watch it once in a while. Um, you know, like I said, my brother, I mean, they, they regularly watch it, but they'll watch the episode, that's it. You know, they're not in the quote-unquote fandom, they're not following stuff, that sort of thing, but they'll watch it every week. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, they, I, I think those viewers, I don't think it's just the people that are really, really invested in this and and stuff. I think it's just, you had an amazing character and that was a cornerstone of, you know, this, this foundation of this show and to not to, to have her die off screen and and have that be almost like a footnote I guarantee you that there would have been people that that would have been absolutely d- disgruntled with that and and I just think so so I'm glad it got canceled I'm glad we didn't have to experience that no the episode was not great 
no, you know, I'm not going to rewatch it and rewatch it. Uh, I'll probably watch the YouTube video that you guys teed out, um, you know, tweeted out a little while ago more. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I'm glad things ended the way they did simply because I can at least now go back and enjoy, yep. for the most part, the, the earlier seasons. And had things gone def- differently, you know, over the past month, I, I don't think that would have been the case. So I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for the rest of the fans. I'm thankful for, you know, a lot of the folks on this call that that really busted their, their fingers and their tweeting and, and stuff like that to really send a message to ABC. So thank you guys for for really, you know, helping to, to, to drive some of that change. And, you know, I'm sad that it's over, but I, I'm ready to – I'm ready for the rendezvous. I'm ready for, you know, getting to see what's next with uh, with Donna and, you know, continuing to talk about it with you guys. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely more to look forward to. And so moving on from from this, even though there's a lot, I think, of bitter, bitter feelings, a lot of disappointment and hurt, um, it, it's good to keep in mind that, you know, Stana's got a lot of projects coming up that we're going to be looking forward to supporting her in in, in those areas as well. Um, and just to, just a one last comment on something that you had said, Kate. Um, something that really bothered me is the idea that um, Beckett was going to bleed out on the floor of her home, and it was like uh, kind of like how her mom ended up. You know, bleeding, bleeding to death, laying on the floor, and yep. that would have been such a huge slap in the face to the character because she had worked so hard to not end up like her mom, and then to yep. have her there was it again. It would be like, what was it all for then? What would it all have been for? It would have all been for nothing. So, I'm very grateful that we did have that teeny tiny little bit tacked on that you know, she did get to go on and live and live the life that her mom would have wanted for her. Um, and so, uh, but if if the show hadn't been canceled, if we hadn't fought to have the show canceled, yeah. um, that's where she would have uh, been. We'd all be miserable right now. As, yeah, as curious yeah. as, as we are and as disappointed as we are, I, yeah. I, we would be, I don't think we are remotely as miserable as we would have been. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and for the record... Think- we got to see Stana with little three-year-old yeah. kids, and how freaking adorable was she? They were cute, cute kids, and she was cute with them. And it's good to know that they're, you know, it's silly. I know that they're not real, but they're out there, and, you know, they were okay, and they went on, and they had a good life, and, yeah. you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, so thanks, Kate, for, for calling in and, and sharing those thoughts with us tonight. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Ellen, let's bring Ellen in here. Ellen. Hey, Ellen, welcome back to FDR. Hi, Ellen. Thank you. Hi, how are you? Okay, how are you? What are you thinking? What are your? How, what do you want to add to this? Maybe you're the bright light that really liked the episode. Go. <laughs> my light switches off. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I thought the I thought the whole episode was disjointed. I thought the ending was contrite. I thought it was 
like somebody else just said, like a slap in the face of for the fans. As I was watching it, I kept thinking, do the writers think that we're total idiots or what? Um, but like, like everyone else has been saying, I mean, it didn't make any sense. Uh, they went from one thing to another, and it was like uh, there was no no real meaning to it. And then the ending, uh, you know, and I hate to say this, but uh, either kill them both off or have them be a happy ending. I thought it was going to be one or the other. I thought it was going to be a happy ending. I'm like you. I don't know. I don't understand why they both got shot. That that made no sense to me. Um, <clears throat> even the little tagline where it said seven years later, you look at that little girl, she's at least six. <clears throat> what did they do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. While they were in the hospital, did they <laughs> you know, <laughs> get together? And, and she got pregnant before she was even recuperated. I, you know, it, it's just like, uh, like so many other people have said, it, it's like it, it kind of spoiled the the show, the wonderful show that it was. And then to put that at the very end, it, yeah, it just, it really upset me. And um, I still am having a hard time with uh, trying to make sense of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And I don't know that we ever really will be able to make sense because I'm not sure there is sense to be made. Um, I think that there was a lot of turmoil, you know, from what I can tell, um, not, not just the rumored stuff that we're hearing between Nathan and Stana, which I don't want to comment on because, you know, there's three sides to every story, his, hers, and the truth. So who knows what really went down? Um, but I'm just saying in terms of the production of the show itself and, There's so a lot of turmoil, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of there was a lot of turnover with the writers, and you have you know, uh, new you know two years in a row of having different people run the show, and so I think like you know just a lot a lot was not really there wasn't a lot of follow through. There wasn't payoff, you know, starting with you know, the wedding not happening. And again, you guys remember, I wasn't like super upset by it because I was like, oh, it's all going to be worth it. Yes. Because obviously yes, I remember. They, yeah, yeah they took this risk. <laughs> They're going to pay and it off. Another, and, and then they, they didn't. Yeah, they had another 30 seconds, you know, yeah. uh, tag at the end. <clears throat> okay, we're married now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, they I, didn't. They never paid. It's like you can't set set the show up for that kind of stuff after building people up for this many years and then making all these promises and nothing ever came of it. And, you know, uh, and again, I was like, okay, you know what, fine. They they pulled the rug out here and it was a big shock, but hey, I I know I know these writers, I they're it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It'll it'll all make sense and it'll whatever, but it never paid off. Like they they didn't follow through with the castle disappearance storyline. It never made sense. There were still so many things from that episode, like him camping in that tent and, you know, those newspaper clippings and him making that money drop. And they never explained any of it. And 
you know what I mean? Like, and they kept saying, yeah, we're going to go back to it, we're going to go back to it. And they would kind of touch upon it, but not really. And even this season, it was like, oh, it's all going to be revealed. And then it kind of wasn't. It was like, uh, we don't actually, I don't, you know, I decided I learned everything that happened. I learned it off screen, and I'm just not going to talk about it anymore because it's better just to move on. And it was kind of like yeah. to the audience, you guys don't need to know what happened because, you know what, we don't even know what happened. So we're going to forget right. what this ever happened. Do you think and, the lock? Right. Do you think the lock fat story was just like a uh, a misguided arc? It was a misguided <laughs> arc. You know, they were trying yeah. to make it something, and they only gave us snippets. And I, I would think the most per, the person who should be the most frustrated is um, Vikram. That character had the most. I mean immediate hatred at the beginning of the season and you know the poor poor dude did nothing you know here we are at the end of the season and the poor guy you know here he is he genuinely was trying to help through the whole time you know but we never really understood why he was there you know it could have been a ryan and Escobedo moment to be doing everything that he did you know so i you know they were trying to set us up as the audience you could feel it all through season seven like Terry mentioned earlier, why would you have Castle disappear and then 20-something episodes later decide, oh, well, let's throw something in here. And then all of season eight, you just felt like you you were in a big, like it was the sting. We were in the sting, you know, a real, you know, we were the victims here, you know. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Well, you know what, I, I was kind of thinking of this metaphor. When, when one of my cousins was younger, my dad put together a stroller for her. And my dad is not a person you want touching anything that has to do with putting things together, okay? My dad put it together. It looked great, okay? We were all shocked. The wheels were there. Everything was in place. My aunt put my cousin in the stroller, wheeled her about five feet, and the wheels fell off. And there's my dad with these nuts in his hand going, oh, that's what those were for, to hold the wheels on. And that's what I kind of thought as I got deeper and deeper into this season. That's what's happening here. Whoever was entrusted with putting this season together, they made it look like, yeah, no, we totally know what we're doing here. But somehow they forgot some really important pieces and the wheels just completely fell off of this story. And there's just, you can't promise things to, to fans and then never have things pay off or make sense because as much as you want to say, well, you know, there's more thought that goes into it than pleasing the fans. And of course I totally have said that a million times, just because you want something to happen doesn't mean it's going to, because there are other things that the writers need to focus on. Um, However, the fans are the ones that keep your show going. So you can't, you have to respect your audience and write a storyline that makes sense okay, that has a payoff, and if you're going to pull shit, like not letting them get married or Castle disappearing or being this locks at thing, you you better damn well make sure you've got something at the end that makes sense because that's a way to alienate people and send people packing, which we saw over the last two seasons, that people are really not watching as much as they had been. Uh, and, and, and so I I don't blame the writers specifically, because, again, they could only do so much what they're given to work with. Um, I don't know who was calling the shots, but whoever it was, they made a mess out of things. And you have people scrambling to make sense of stuff and patch things together. And, you know, there's just so much that didn't make sense. And uh, it it was a mess. 
so I mean, Ellen, your your light <laughs> was not on. You're not the one that's gonna, you know, look on the bright side of things. And there again, yes, there were definitely bright spots of this episode, but as a whole, as a series finale, no, it just did not cut the mustard. So um, let we do have a couple of new callers. We have people calling in from overseas. I want to make sure we try to get everyone in. So I'm gonna go um, and get Kiara in here because I know she's calling in from Italy and it's very late over there. So let's bring Kiara in so she can have her comments. Thank you, Ellen, for calling in and sharing. And I don't want anyone to feel like I'm cutting you guys off. I'm trying to get everyone, you know, get everyone in to at least share something before we went on a time. So um, let's bring hey, Kiara in here. Hi, here. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Just say what oh, you want to well, say in Italian. Just go ahead and say anything you want in Italian. <laughs> I won't know what you say. <laughs> I'll tell you when I, the bad words come up because I'm really good okay. at bad words in Italian. Go. <laughs> Better if I uh, keep my so <laughs> It will be a um, very long beep. Beep. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, I was uh, very, very mad. Uh, mostly because uh, I thought yesterday episode was not a castle episode. Uh, yeah. It was a simply procedural. It will it will be awesome in some something like Rizzoliaisle. Uh, it will be awesome, uh, but it was crazy for a castle episode. I love. I used to love castle because there was. No violence in the show. Mm-hmm. It was always okay. There is death, but there is no violence, mostly. And in especially in the last episode, well, what? Mm-hmm. What is this stuff? And uh, and I uh, really. What made me uh, mad was the uh, time spent in a 45 episode, uh, a 45 minute episode, spent with useless stuff. Yeah. Yesterday was boom, 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 stuff, stuff, scene, 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 and you could cut the most of them, uh, and it was crazy, really. And honestly, uh, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get why they uh, like uh, always split the couple again, and then do the uh, crazy stuff of you have people, uh, armed people um, protecting your family, and you go around alone. Uh, both of them. They made the same stupid stuff uh, twice. And as much as I love uh, Kika Beckett, how she realized that that guy was the bad guy. Yeah. She said to become psychic. I know. Beckett, the psychic. It's a show I would love to see, but it's not Castle. <laughs> Uh, it's crazy. It was crazy. Uh, the the um, Verita, Verita scene, I don't know how to call it, scene was something that was not on TV since like 70. Uh, seriously? 
it was something that when I was a kid was the most common thing on TV. Yeah. It wasn't that original. For what? To, to, to know that uh, your family knows something. Uh, and and again, I I loved uh, how much um, when when both Castle and Beckett uh, declare they love for the other two people, but we don't. It, it's not something secret. I mean, the they are married. Uh, and something. I don't know. I'm, I'm so frustrated. And, and the killing shot uh, in the in the final was meaningless. Yeah. And that makes me crazy. You have a uh, <laughs> basically a zombie killing the, the main character. Um, uh, use that twenty seconds you use to the final scene, the happy ending, yahoo, how much we love each other, oh, wow, we have the kids, they, we were promised. Okay, I love the kids scene, but, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to justify everything, and, yeah. you know, yeah, like, you know, it's it just, wasn't enough to just justify two seasons. No, just. and there were, like you were saying, there were a lot of plot holes in the episode. Like, how did, you know, how did she know, you know, he was, maybe I missed it, because, again, I didn't watch it more than once because I didn't want to, and I couldn't anyway. But there were just things like, how did she know he was, you know, the detective society guy was, was locks at or how would you know why didn't he kill them when he got them in the taco truck you know like it's just like a lot of <laughs> it didn't make sense <laughs> yeah and, i mean it just and go, go down to the thing behind the wall leaving uh espo and ryan there to be killed yeah well i don't know i just crazy. felt like i feel like they you know there was just so much it didn't didn't gel. It didn't make sense, and um, it's not enough. It's just not enough. Like that, that, that last thirty seconds is the saving grace of the episode. That I think yeah, it will ena- enable me to go back and watch old favorites. Um, but it wasn't enough to say, oh, okay, well, whatever. The the whole episode was excellent, great, fantastic, because it ended up like this. Um, there was just. It was just so poorly done and very disappointed, very disappointed in how things ended up for this show that, yeah. you know, was a great show and great actors and writers come have come and gone and the ca- the, the, the supporting cast and the crew, everyone's worked yeah. so hard. And so you hate to, I hate anyway to even talk about it like this. I feel like I'm betraying it in some ways, but in other ways, I you know, I... I'm really upset that it didn't get the treatment and respect that it deserved in the end. The series, the actors, the characters, the fans, it deserved more than this. Yeah, totally. And uh, I think it's not um it's not, it's not a random thing. Uh Andrew uh tweeted the thing about the book. Yeah. Uh 
I can, I like writing, and I can even believe. Uh, I don't. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I got too many words tangled in my mind. Uh, I can even think what he was feeling, seeing that of his show. It wasn't his show yesterday. Yeah, it um, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, and I, I was thinking, like, I wonder what they're thinking watching this. Are, are they covering their eyes and like cringing because this is not what they set out to create? And, you know, I just, I feel for them. I, I feel for what happened, you know, to this show that it, they had this vision that this wasn't it. There's, there's no way that this was how they, they envisioned it all going down. You know, so. But don't, but don't yeah. you agree with, don't you agree with Kate's comment of? Um, if they didn't put on that 30-second ending and Beckett had died, I would not watch yeah, any more well, Apple uh, episodes yeah. ever, ever. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Today was the first time I could watch an episode on TNT again, so I was like, oh, gosh. That, no, that like, was... Yeah, like, I, I'm that's... totally glad for, for this scene. One, it was adorable. And uh, when, when the, the, the little boy tripped and, and she got to grab him, it was... Really adorable. Yeah. Um, what made me mad is all the rest. <laughs> and all the rest made you mad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, rest uh, only, good. One thing I wish they would uh, explain why there was that moment in the 30 second scene where the house is completely empty. Yeah. That has no meaning. It's senseless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just a lot of there are a lot of things that happen that just they're inconsequential and just didn't make it's any just sense. Okay. And, but it's it's completely without a sense. Yeah, it's like they both died, and I mean, no, I don't. Yeah. I think a lot of us are left with that kind of I don't I don't know sentiment. Like you can rage on and ramble and and talk about this and that, but in the end, sometimes it's just I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to make sense of it. And I don't think I don't think there really is much sense to be made. Sadly. Um, so Kiara, thank you so much for staying up late and uh, calling in thank as you always. Guys. And you are uh, this season. You were the best part of Oh, thank you so much. You guys, for us, are the best part because we get to talk with you and yep. everyone all over the world. And we'll continue doing that because that's what we do as this interesting community of Stana fans. So, <laughs> ca- castle or not, there's still plenty to talk about. Um, okay, so thank you, Kiara, for calling in. Bye, let's, everyone. Bye, bye. Kiara. Let's, let's get Maria in here. Maria. Oh, here she is. Maria. Hey, Maria, welcome back to STR. I won't sing to you because I suck at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Goodness. Everyone said so much, you know, that I also feel. But um, I am thankful for the, the last 30 seconds. But I will never get over the fact that they said that they hoped that that scene would never see the light of day. Because yeah. That meant that they were okay with the fact that Beckett was going to die or 
you know, whatever, most likely she was going to die and not be on next season. And it just feels like such a betrayal, you know, that they were okay with that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think everything started going bad at the end of season six as well without the wedding. And, I mean, I know I've heard I, – I think this one was a true fact that someone said the show's called Castle, not Beckett, and was kind of crying for his own storyline. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were trying to appease him. Yeah. And they were just trying to pull something out that would make him happy and want to stay on the show. And um, then they did that disappearance thing, which made absolutely no sense, and it had something to do with him and Al- saving the world from Al-Qaeda. And, I mean, it's just so far-fetched and so stupid, it's not even funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny crazy. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, and, I mean, I'm so discombobulated about the whole thing. I went to see Captain America Day, and I left my car on for two and a half hours with the windshield wiper in the back still on. And oh, my God. And only noticed because my windshield wiper was going when I came out of the movie. But, um, I'm just <laughs> so <laughs> But, um, and I also, I thought I had steeled myself for the fact that the show was going to be over. But um, last night when I talked to my mom on the phone after it was over, I I started crying. And it was like I was mourning the show, mourning losing it. And, yeah, the way it ended was just crazy. I mean, I am glad for that last 30 seconds, and I always will be. But, yeah, there was so much stupid stuff. Like that taco truck, I mean, hello, that's a lovely a getaway vehicle. Oh, they didn't follow us. It's not like they won't notice you 20 seconds later. You're in a giant taco truck. I thought the same truck. thing. It's so <laughs> stupid. And then he has that car there, and you think he's going to give them the car so they can go away. And he just lets them take some bullets and leaves them standing outside. It was just like, yeah. oh, my See God. Ya. This is so Here's stupid. Here's a couple of and guns. Then, of course, and then you find out that he was the guy who he was. He was Loxat, and it all doesn't make sense because why didn't he just kill him? Yeah. But uh, and the thing <laughs> with not remembering, the thing with not remembering him that well, that's because that was an episode that did not show Stana one time. Yeah. So I barely even pay, paid attention to that episode, especially because yeah. they were in L.A. and it just felt so wrong that he was in L.A. and and Beckett wasn't there with him. Yeah, but that's kind of why it took me a second to figure out who he was because I didn't care about the episode he was on before. Did you think uh, Caleb was Loxat? I did. That's who I thought it was, to be honest with you. I I thought Caleb was in on something that he didn't just change his mind and give him that phone, you know. He had set something up, but uh, I wasn't expecting him to be in the loft to shoot the Oh, yeah, that whole thing didn't make sense to me. And, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to say F you to all of us. They are going to end this like this, you know. And I was so mad. But, like I said, the last 30 seconds, even though I would have loved to see the seven years in between, and the show had so much story left to tell. And um, I'm just glad that at least we know that they were happy. Well, yeah. um, Ellen just tweeted yeah. about Lainey just a moment ago. Um, they kind of just kind of left her hanging. There. I mean, they left all these characters hanging. You know, I thought about Esposito and Ryan and uh, Lainey and Perlmutter and you know, um, poor uh, Martha and Alexis. Even though um, you know, I wasn't focused on them at all, but they were kind of left. 
You know, we got the little, you know, fist, you know, yay, you know, at the in the episode, but I don't know. We, they, I think they were all kind of left hanging. Yeah, it just, ugh, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there was no resolution for, like, Ryan and Espo, and, you know, like, yes, Saving Grace, seven years later, Castle and Beckett, they're alive, they're happy, they have a, they have a, this, new, this whole new family together, but, like, yeah, I mean, what about what about Ryan and Espo and and Lainey and you know, would have been this last episode as a finale, there just should have been some kind of culmination for all of them. And there wasn't and there's a lot of dissatisfaction there too. Um there's just so much when you just, you know, over the last couple of years it's very frustrating to look back and you know, think of the storylines that were started but never finished or kind of finished. And uh, do you, or, do you, yeah, good. Do you think that they were they were given indicators that they were going to get in season nine? I kind of feel like they were given indicators that there was going to be a season nine, so they were going to leave it that way. And yeah, yeah, I think that they thought so they that's never, what was even though they had an alternate ending. You know, the nice little thing they tacked on the end for us who wanted casket. Um, happy endings, quote-unquote. Uh, but I don't think they had any forethought at all that with this alternate ending they were going to put some meat with it to make it a culmination like you're describing. Yeah, right. and, that, well, and that's that's really, that's that's too bad. That's too bad that they didn't plan for this to say, you know what, this is this is it. Let's just end it after this season gracefully as opposed to getting canceled. And that also bugs the shit out of me that our show was canceled. It wasn't what like they the- went off on their own terms, you know? And, I mean, I know we wanted it in the end to be canceled, but I'm sad that it came down to that. Yeah, like what bugs me is that they made us want our own, our favorite show ever to be canceled. You know, yeah. they did that to us. So that makes me mad. But, yeah, I, I totally think they were going to have a season nine. And I totally think that they, you know, went along with it because they knew that Stana wasn't coming back. And that's why they wrote it the way they wrote it. And, um, yeah. They, yeah. Had to kill, they had to kill her to, to film these scenes knowing that they're going to kill her, you know. That would kill me. Right. <laughs> you know, my character right. going to be killed, they, you know? Since they did know that, you'd think that maybe they could have given us a little bit more of their happiness, even throughout the last few episodes, you know, because there's no way you can't run a show and not know what you're going to do three months from now to start filming it again or whatever, you know, so... Yeah, nobody wanted the show canceled until the announcement that they weren't asked, they basically fired Tamala and Stana. And they weren't yeah. asking them back. Well, that's when the fans were like, "What? This the show is casket. The story has been Beckett's the whole from the very beginning of the show. Yes, it's called Castle, but the story has been hers. And so does ah, just drives me crazy. Sorry. Well, that's why <laughs> things with the award dinner made so much more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because that really was kind of the culmination of the show, and most of the, almost the entire cast was all in attendance. Oh yes. And so, you're right. This, yeah. In the YouTube video, or you know the the edit of the alternate ending, when it just goes from that straight into the, you know, fast forward seven years, it makes so much more sense for, the end of the show that we loved so much. You know. 
this whole last season. I mean, okay, the whole last two seasons, but but still, <laughs> to have um, yeah. just to have everybody come together, it would have been tough to get, say, Pearl Mutter in there. But <laughs> hmm. well, show of hands, who watched the show just to see Stana? I did. I'm raising my hand really tall. Some of the storylines yeah. I could care less about. And I watched I it because I wanted to see your act. You know, I love. I know when Elena. Oh wait, were you talking about the show or just last night's episode? All, who me? Yeah, me Cheryl. Yeah, I'm talking about the last two years. I watched it so I could see Stana act. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the storyline. I was like, do you think I'm an idiot? That's so exactly. I felt like they were telling me I'm stupid. You know, <laughs> it's, but it felt like watching it. You know, I'm a pretty intelligent woman, and um, you know. I don't think Beckett would do that, but I guess you're having her do that. So, anyway, because it doesn't match with the first six, seven, first six seasons, it didn't match the character of Beckett is what was happening. And I mean, granted, she's married now and she's softening and all that stuff, but you know, it just seemed like you know you had. I I kind of keep going back to what some of the things people earlier said that, you know, they had opportunities to put more. Um, uh, fill in the lines, so to speak. Color more in on these areas that you've introduced us to. But they didn't do any of that. It's kind of like, okay, let's take two seconds here and talk a little bit about Loxat and have Vikram say a few things. And so we know that story is going on in the background. But that plate's about to fall off of its spinning any time now because you're not, you didn't really give us any basis to be into. I mean, I was into the action last night. I was certainly into. I like you know, that kind of action sequence. I'm an action film person. Um, and I thought Rob Bowman just is incredible when it comes to any kind of action scene. He, like the toss of the gun in slow-mo. Oh, my gosh, that was incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. And the ridiculous story of a Korean barbecue taco <laughs> truck just didn't really, that was just overly top weird. So. And those and guys are just a bulletproof taco truck. It was, of course. <laughs> well, of course. Well, all taco trucks are bulletproof. You didn't know that? When they were shooting from the side, when they were shooting from the yeah. side and you can see the shooter, they had Castle and Beckett in the clear. They could have killed him. I was like, you know, that's Wait. not a really good angle to show there. So anyway. but um. hey, hey, Cheryl, um, <laughs> yeah, before, right. before we continue the, the chat, you want to just talk about next week because we've got two minutes till 11. Yes, definitely. We are going to do part three that we were going to do tonight in our tribute to Captain Detective Kate Beckett. And next week we are going to talk about what we miss most about Kate. So uh, come prepared next week. Um, And anybody we don't get to tonight, I know there's lots of people in the queue that have raised their hands. We're not going to get to you all tonight. We're we're sorry. Um, We would like for you to call back next week and um, but those of you that are listening live right now, if you want to jump in the last few lines that we have, go ahead and call in at uh, 347-857-4368 if you want to get in the queue just to listen in. Or you can press that blue Skype button really fast because in about a minute uh, we're going to go off live, but we'll go into overtime. And we'll try to finish up these few callers that we've already uh, made note of that we can talk to tonight. Thank you all that, that called in. And um, we just so appreciate you guys. We are definitely not going anywhere, like we said at the beginning of the show. Um, So hang in there. We've got lots more Stana stuff down the road. We can't wait to see what she does next. So, Mm -hmm. okay, back to you, Elena. Okay. 
Thank you. And I'm sorry to jump in on you, Maria. Uh, so is there anything else you wanted to add to your comments? Um, no, not that I can think of. I'm just sad that it's over. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad that it's over more than anything because I'm sad of the way it ended. And, you know, like I had said last week before, I, I was, pre- you know, preparing myself for, you know, this is probably going to be the last season, and I made my peace with it. Um, and so it wasn't so much about be- it being sad that it was going to end, but sad at how it ended because it was mm-hmm. not – it wasn't what – would the show deserved or the fans deserved. So, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of sadness week. attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And more than beyond just like I'll miss it because I will. Mm-hmm. Um it's more than that. It, there's a there's a, there's like a kind of a sense of resentment, I guess, uh, and about betrayal. how it all. <laughs> yeah, betrayal, you know. So, I So thank you, Marie. I'm glad your car didn't die though. I'm leaving it on <laughs> for all that time and watching Captain America, but um <laughs> I'm glad you could call in tonight. I always, we always like hearing your voice on STR. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's bring Fee in here. Okay. Hey, Fee, welcome back to STR. Hello. Hi, Fee. How's it going? Ah, uh, good. Good. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What What were your thoughts? What are your thoughts about? how things wound up in the finale. Um, uh, I'm not as angry as everybody else, and I think that's because I was angry for the last, like, three weeks after they sacked Stana, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I went offline because I was just getting too angry about it. And I think, you know, I'd resign myself to the fact that we were going to lose it, whether it was, like, to death, to some ridiculous story of disappearance somehow along the line when they came back for season nine and so then when they cancelled the series I think I was just happy I was happy that she wasn't going to die until I watched that freaking last bit of that show and I'm swearing at the screen like are you killing me I they're going to kill both of them like I couldn't I was just cursing like the writers were going what the you know what, because I thought, man, I'm going to kill somebody. But at the end of the day, I'm happy that we got... I mean, I've never been one for kids. Like, I didn't care. I didn't really want to see the whole Beckett pregnant and kids and all that stuff. So it wasn't the ending. The ending wasn't... It wasn't... That's not what I liked. It was, thank God they lived. Is That was it. That was for me. That was the rounded-out resolution for the story. And it means I can now, like watch I can watch the, my DVDs and not be thinking there's no point to this because at the end she dies so um, so I'm okay I'm okay with it the Loxat story has made no sense like you Elena um, I think since the end of season six I'm like you know what these writers have got us through six seasons they've had fabulous mythology and storylines and everything and I was hanging in there thinking I've got to have faith in these people because they've come through for us before and given us fabulous storylines. Um, and I was doing the same at the start of season eight. I was like, no, I'm not going to be negative about this because I look at season four, we had a lot of stuff like that going on too, a lot mm-hmm, of angst. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it all came together at the end. So I thought, no, I'm... And, and I think the biggest factor for me was the fact that Starna signed back on. That was the thing. I thought, right... 
she would not have signed back on for... Having said her goodbyes at the end of season seven, I thought she's not going to have signed back on if she was not happy after talking to the showrunners about where they plan to take Beckett. Now, in my own head, I don't know if I'm right or not, but in my head, I'm telling myself that this is not where they were going to take it because I cannot believe Stana would have signed back on knowing that they were going to destroy her character going through to a season nine without her. So somewhere along the line, the story was changed and... And I kept hanging on. I kept hanging on with this thin thread of hope that somehow, somehow it was all going to come around and make sense. Well, it didn't. And I still have no idea. I I don't even understand why or who the hell Loxat actually is and why he had more power than Bracken. I don't even, I can't even come to grips with well, okay, that's who Loxette is, but now tell us who the frickin' hell he was and why he was so important and, and why he could, why he had such, you know, power over all these people that you would think had more power over him. I don't even, I don't know, I don't get it. And I still don't even get how it ties into Castle's disappearance. Like, supposedly we've had that story answered. It didn't answer anything. And last night didn't answer anything in my <laughs> mind. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm still so freaking confused, but I think um, for me, I enjoyed the episode because of the drama of it. Thank God it was a Bowman episode is all I kept telling myself. Thank God, because the dramatics of it and the music was fabulous, like Robert Duncan did a fabulous job with the music. And, you know, it was all there. And like, I think, was it Cheryl or... Someone said about the slow motion shooting. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Yeah, that was fabulous. I mean, actually, it was interesting for me to see that because I was there that day when they were filming and we could hear all that gunfire going off. And we're like, ooh, there's obviously a lot of attack going on in there. We could hear it. And so to actually see, because we couldn't see, we could hear, but we couldn't see. So it was interesting to see what we couldn't see at the time but make sense of all the shooting so um but look honestly it makes no sense to me the whole lock set thing eh, no no sense at all but at the end of the day i'm okay with it i'm like they they didn't give us what we wanted they didn't give us a nice rounded out ending that we would have got well we say we would have got if milma had still been at the helm but i don't necessarily know that's true because as people have said, the writers are driven by what they're told to do. Yeah. Yep. And then they have to make the best of that. So, you know, if if there's a different direction told to them, they have to write to that. So even if Milma had have been there, who's to say that it would have gone the okay. way that they wanted it to go? Okay, in 10 years, <laughs> in 10 years from now, yeah. we'll all meet back together and everything that we think happened will come to light. Everything, this kind of stuff just comes out. Yeah. You know, so in 10 years, we'll it, talk it about this again. Yeah. You will. Yeah. yeah. Even if, you know, certain people oh, don't yeah. say anything, it's other people that will. Anyway. Well, it's a bit like when um, Stana was sacked. There were a few people that had worked on Castle that hadn't worked there for a while who came and said a few things, you know, and I was surprised by that. And and I was, cur- I was interested before to see Rob Hanning's tweet about... <laughs> ABC telling them to use real bullets in the shootout. And I'm like, that's like weird. That's a really 
is he, yep. is he having a dig? Yeah, I was like, wow. Yep. He's only that's just why left I too. I was that. like, that's very telling, right there. Well, well, he left. I mean, we know he was going elsewhere. So, but it didn't take long. I was shocked when I read that. I thought, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, because you know he'd get onto people on Twitter for, you know, things that they shouldn't say, and yet here's yep. him saying something which I'm sure he shouldn't be saying. So. It's interesting, like you say, and I don't really, I mean, there's many of us who've been and watched and, you know, you get a sense of what's going on there, but we don't know. We don't know the facts. We don't know anything. We can all guess and surmise, but the reality is we have what we have and nothing we do or say or complain about or stay mad about is going to change what we ended up with. And the anger is only going to pay out on ourselves because... I don't think I think no people point. are more frustrated. I think it's frustration more than anger. I mean, I know Elena was upset today, but I think it's it's still that emotion about you know what happened to my show kind of thing, not yeah. um, at what we were just talking about a moment ago. I think it, we have the story that was given to us, the audience. We are me- proud members of the audience of Castle. And so we're questioning, you know, what the hell was that, you know? And I think those are valid points that uh, a, a regular fan can say, or even a casual viewer, like my boss, who's like, what the hell did they do? And that's exactly yeah. what he said. He goes, that was stupid. And like, Anyway, he didn't but, understand you know, why they got shot the- in their loft. He's like, why did they get shot there? And I go, oh, I, I still don't get that. I've only watched the episode once, which was last night, and so except for the last 30 yeah. seconds. But anyway. I don't know either. I can't, other than Caleb was getting rid of those, you know, getting rid of them because they knew. Oh, look, I don't, I I honestly, I don't know. And I don't, I'm sort of, but I don't think last night's episode was like out of the blue bad. It's been going bad since season seven. So it's been going downhill slowly, but surely since season seven. And, you know, that's why they've lost viewers because, because of that. So it's not, Hey, hey! I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off, Dee. I just got notified that we are going to be cut off tonight. I guess it's a busy night on Blog Talk, and we are in overtime. So I want to apologize to those people that we've already told that are in the queue tonight that have waited the entire show to get on the air. I'm going to have to end the show now. Um, please, please, uh-huh. please call back in next week, and we will we will bring you on first. Those that I've talked to that are the two new yep. callers, a shout-out to my them. List. Okay, we'll shout out to them. And there's a few other people who've raised their hands. We will definitely get to you next week, but I do have to end the show now, so I apologize. Okay. I'm going to play two clips. I'm going to hopefully they'll let me get these two in here. But Fee, we'll we'll pick back up with you next week, okay? I'm making a list right now. I've got to write everyone's (laughs) names down. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Sauna Talk Radio. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe to our show and iTunes podcast so you'll never miss an episode. You can also access our show archives and additional information about STR at www.sonatalkradio.com.
And that was courtesy of Robert Duncan. Thank you so much. Good night, everyone.